shot through the chart. Ladies and gentlemen. And gentlemen and ladies. We are back. What is going on? What I is going on? I said that like be our guest. We are back. We are back. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Reliable internet is what we lack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Guys, it is 11 o'clock at night. At night? On a, a Sunday. Late, 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 late record for us. I mean, I I did post that we were going to be recording late and yes. the B-Side Live would be late, yes. but I didn't think it was going to be this late. I know. So y'all, B-Side Live is technically going to be Monday because it'll be like midnight when we record it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. It definitely will be. Welcome to the Shot Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. I am AC Ponce. I'm Stephanie and I like to give you a lot of useless details. Yep. <laughs> Talking about that sausage being made all over again. Oh yeah. For those of our, our new listeners, uh, we've got the Hot 100 songs of... 1995. Yes, and we're going to review some of them today. Steph, what songs do we have today? Numbers 10 through 6. Ooh. We're we in the baby top boy. 10. Yes, ma'am. Top 10. What do you guys think of our setup? I'm asking I the people like on, on the camera, uh, the people on the podcast. Unfortunately, you won't be able to know until this comes out on video. Which is in like a few weeks. So good luck to you. Mm, it should my, be a few weeks. Yes, but my video editing skills may... I'll help you. We just got a computer. Yeah, yeah, that's so. true. We did, we did, we so. did. See? Move, no, no. Move. <laughs> what is that version? <laughs> to the star. <laughs> my God. I... <laughs> In the sky. <laughs> this is what happens when we record at 11 right. o'clock at night. We get a little uh, <laughs> loopy. and Those uh, blueberry English muffins are kind of calling my name. What? Oh. Because they're staring right at me. Okay, all right. Well, let's... let's that'll be an after-podcast treat. Steph? Uh-huh. Do you want to go first? And what's going I on in your life? I got a whole lot of nothing, except I cannot stop listening to Luke Combs and Kane Brown. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What type of artists are those, Steph? They are a special kind of southern-sounding <laughs> genre. You, would, you, would you put those in the category of country artists? can neither confirm nor deny that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. It's happening. It's slow. Why do you sound really creepy right now? Yes. This is this is my conniving close to victory voice is going to happen. I, I think it's already happened it's already because I technically because you already are listening and to country I music. I did it on my own. Yes, I know. It wasn't even I'm going to try and position myself where I can actually turn and look at you. Oh, that would be nice. I like to look at you. <laughs> and to where our camera can actually yes. still see this interaction. Oh, I kind of my like face this. is kind of covered. Oh, there you go. That's better, right? Can you hear me? No. Not much. Well, anyway, so uh, so what what kind of got you on this country kick, if you will? Um, so my coworker, uh, she opens the store every day, right? Mm-hmm. And so she kind of chooses the music of the day 
Uh, and she's been listening to a lot of country, like a lot of like slower stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Friday, her daughter was sick, so I opened the store and I was like, "What do I want to listen to?" And then for some reason, "Heaven" by Kane Brown was like in my head. That I so, think that has been an early entrant of you enjoying country music. Right. Like that yeah. was like kind of the 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 possible window that you could. Well, I mean, I'm getting you know very Trump funny? hands again. I, I've, <laughs> I've been very Trump handsy today, not grabbing things, but Please. just like the, the little okay side he does. Anyway, Ken so Brown's the best country artist there is. Oh God, stop! <laughs> Please stop. He writes the best stop. songs of the world. Stop. So uh, nobody writes better country songs. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! So I actually I remember I had the like Miley Cyrus Hannah Montana like mixed album. Mm-hmm. Like one side was Miley, one side was Hannah Montana, and mm-hmm. so she had some like country sounding songs. Would you say she had the best of both worlds? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> So, <laughs> I am gosh. on one right now, guys. I don't know if it's because it's eleven o'clock, probably. Or and we I was to San Antonio and back. Yeah, I was today. literally about to fall asleep five yes. minutes ago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but as soon as the 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 microphones came on, he was ready alive. to go. I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> so I think that's kind of like where it like semi started that that album, but like. I still kind of like tried to steer clear of those country sounding songs back then. Oh, we're going way back. I was just yeah. talking about like what's happening, well, no, like, what's so, going on now. And so, like then, of course, that freaking Nelly and uh, what's that Tim McGraw song over and over again? Yeah, yes. it came out. And I love that song. Mm-hmm. So I think like just slowly over the years, it's like been trying. My mom was like obsessed with the women country artists of like the nineties. So like so Reba, yeah, and insert nineties. Female country artist here. Oh boy, uh, Trisha Yearwood. Nope, don't even don't even. Who? No. Garth Brooks's wife. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know if she's in that anyway. category. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I've only lived in Texas for twenty years. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. So Kane Brown's heaven kind of like was in my head for some reason. So I was like, you know what? Let's just put Kane Brown on and let it play and see what happens. And I really liked it. So then driving home on Friday, I was like, let's continue this Kane Brown kick. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. Uh, and I got out of work early. And I was doing all my errands and stuff. And then I had my birthday dinner with my sister. We got sushi. And then we went to Target. <laughs> and we got Tiff Streets. Um, and then Saturday... When I woke up, like, I was expecting to, like, lay in bed all day and, like, relax and, like, then in the afternoon get some editing done. Mm-hmm. What actually happened is I woke up at, like, 9, and then at 10 I was like, okay, Ikea just opened. I'm going to head on over there. And I had my headphones in the whole time, and I was still listening to Kane Brown. And then when I got back, I just played it out loud in, in the apartment, and... It started playing other artists mm-hmm. that was like, maybe you'll like this person. And so Luke maybe. Combs came up. And then who else came up? Let me see. So I really I'm liked some who Luke else Combs. Um, and then, but also there were some, so there's a Kane Brown Versace on the Floor remix, not remix, but like a cover, cover yeah. that I posted on Shot, to, Shot Through the Chart. And then there's a Luke Combs cover of uh, Dive by Ed Sheeran, Sheeran, which is amazing. 
Um, and like, I was just sending AC all these screenshots. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> and then like, I was putting Ikea furniture together well, as I was listening to all this stuff. That's a good time to, to just kind of space out and listen to music. And then Brett Young, Brett uh, Young, a, really? a bunch of songs by him. So mercy and don't want to write this song. Um, yeah, I sent you two. Yeah, I'm not familiar with those Brett Young songs. I know some Brett Young. I know songs. Mercy because that one actually does play at work often when when my coworker plays. Good song though. I do like yeah. that one. And then um, All on Me by Devin Dawson. I really like that song because it's like so me. Yes, I will blame it all on you. So sorry. <laughs> but, wow. Hey, you gave me permission. You're welcome. Um, but anyway, yeah, like so I've been on that kick just for the past like just for the weekend and like. I don't know, just like every every once in a while I get those songs stuck in my head and I have to like listen to them now. So, yeah, it's been interesting. I dig it. It's not that bad. It's uh, really growing on me. And then, um, of course, like one of our songs is uh, Thomas Rhett's, uh, what is it, Happy Man? Happy Man, yeah. So then he wanted me to listen to the Nelly version, which I was not like horrified by like I expected to be. Uh, it was I, not as think, good. Obviously, it's not as good as the Thomas Rhett version. We all know it's not going to be as good. I think I built it up to be pretty terrible. Right, you did. I, I really was not a fan of it when I first heard it. The only issue that I have with it is all the like random ad-libs he has in there in the first yeah. verse. Other than that, it's fine. I like the word you use, and he, he tried to nullify it. Yeah, and like it, other than like the ad-libbing in the first verse, like it's fine. It is an okay cover. You know, it's not like the best thing I've ever heard Nelly do, but it's certainly not the worst, you know? So, yeah. If I you want to know one of my favorite Nelly songs, it's uh, Shake Your Tail Feather. Um, I mean, that's just that's just a good one. Right. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's my country kick, and I'm not really that mad at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy. You're finally kind of coming. Yeah. And I told... This but it seemed like you got you sick of it today while we were driving because you're like you can put on something else now. What did no? Oh, I didn't you, say that. You're like you can. Oh, you can put on Jay Park. That's what. No, I was. you were looking for something else to put on. Yeah, I was don't like, put that on I, me, lady. I know, but the way you said it, it like made it sound like you're like okay, yeah, I'm I'm done with this. I, I mean, my my horizon it, is not that broad yet. So. I mean, it was songs that I really didn't know. So, um, but yeah, so. Yeah. If you hear a random clicking, it's the camera that AC, for some reason, is playing with right now. I'm trying to get... Hey, it's this, really fun. Do it, do it for the gram, okay? Oh, boy. Um, oh, yeah. So, t- what are, are you listening to things musically? How are things going with STTC? Uh, what did we get today? Let's, let's Today? Yeah. Talk to the... T- today? To the shot callers. Um, I guess... Um, this is a uh, state of the podcast address. Uh, uh, so, where do I where do I want to start? I guess let's talk about me. Talk about talk about me. That was a country song that you just referenced, and I am so happy right That's now. That's because you forced me to review it. <laughs> want to talk about me? Oh, Toby Keith, you are the you are the country Pavarotti, if you. Will. There's some operatic quality to Toby Keith. Anyway, um, so what's going on with me musically? Um, mm-hmm. Kind of the same stuff. Uh, I kind of got back on my... I kind of got on a Kanye kick the other day, like 2000, 
early early two thousands Kanye. Yeah, Kanye's workout plan. A little bit of a. I think it's because um, I follow um, HD Piano. I subscribe to their their YouTube channel on YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I. I <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself I, right as you said it. Yeah. <laughs> I I, fo- I subscribe to their YouTube channel on Vimeo. <laughs> anyway, good gracious, um, and they they put up the they put up a lesson for I heard him say, mm-hmm. which is Kanye featuring uh, Adam Levine, um, one of my all time favorite Kanye songs. Really good song, um, just a really good. Uh, flow wise, and then lyrically, lyrically, I'm I'm a big fan of never gonna, never Baby gonna, <laughs> never going to not give Adam Levine a chance. Um, and I I really like his vocals in that song. Um, and that just kind of led me down to, um, some older Kanye stuff. Nice. Some eight ways and heartbreak stuff, some college dropout stuff. I really like college dropout. Yes, uh, homecoming is a good one. Yes, that's homecoming a good song with Chris one. Martin. Uh, that's just that's the Kanye I want back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't say you love. I can't say Kanye I love Kanye. him. You like him? He's still good, but it's just not the same. Kanye's like Kanye's like. If you have like a black sheep in your family, like that, that one, it's like I have to, I have to love him. I don't, I don't, I can't like completely shut him out of my life mm-hmm. because he has some good qualities, but like at the same time, he's kind of problematic. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I I still enjoy Kanye. Um, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fight that for too long he he'll usually come up with something mm-hmm. that'll yes that'll bring me back on his side even him in that little pump song you know what bothers me also about him what the fact that everyone loves his fashion line why mm, okay here that we go kills me Steph's fashion corner kills me so much there's nothing artistic about it it's just random holes in a shirt. And you know how many people I see now with, like, random holes in their shirts? Guess what, guys? The hole's just going to get bigger, <laughs> and you're not going to have a shirt anymore because it's all going to unravel. But you're still probably going to wear it anyway because, guess what? It's Kanye-esque. No one cares. You ain't got a shirt on. <sighs> and I don't know why sneakerheads are so into his shoes. I like his I saw, like, a, like a, a polo... Uh, U.S. Polo version at Ross mm-hmm. the other day, and they're really cute, and I kind of wanted to buy them, but I didn't want to spend 25 bucks. Can y'all in the video, watching the video, can y'all see? Should we have turned this light off? You can give it a shot. Um, can y'all see my mannequin back there? No, the dress I think form? Is it too dark? She's kind of creepy, and it is a she. That Those are her pronouns. Uh, she, her, she told us. Anyway, um... <laughs> But uh, but other than that, I don't know. Kanye is always a good resting point for me. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what uh, what else I've been listening to. I can't really uh, can't really remember at the time. Um, yeah, 
Um, so some exciting things happening for Shot Through the Chart. Um, we um, we are working really hard to get the video stuff out more. Um, we have a couple of videos in the pipeline. Steph is working on the blog. I am yes. working on uh, the actual video for the actual podcast so that we all have the video format of um, the show. So it's just exciting that we're going to kind of evolve the show from what it's been. You know, we kind of had this proof of concept, and yeah. clearly there's a, an audience out there. We've had some pretty great download numbers yeah. the past couple of weeks. Yeah. and um, Great. We... Uh, Starting to hit our stride. Yeah, yeah. It's actually been very, very enjoyable. Yes. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm just super excited about the direction of where where this is going. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's interesting really to fun. see like how it evolves and you know. Yeah, and then like when you go back to our first episodes mm-hmm. and listen back to that, just kind of yeah. how you know, not that they were, I don't think they were particularly bad, and I think we didn't give ourselves enough credit to mm-hmm. to what we were doing, honestly. Yeah. Um, not saying just, they were, like, amazing, yeah. you know. I we think were, we just had a great concept that we just had to work out some of the kinks, yeah. you know. So. And and I, th- I still think we are still working them out, so. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, the awesome thing about the show is, you know, music is ever-evolving, ever-changing, mm-hmm. and new things are going to come up, and even, like, looking into the past, like, it's just been so awesome to see where we came from musically and right. where we're going and i don't know it's just been fun knowing that there are other people out there who want to kind of go down this rabbit hole right. with us hi ray yes thank you sir <laughs> just talked to him earlier today i told uh-huh. him your your dirty dirty dark secret uh-huh. of uh, uh country music country listening. music yeah Rude. um but you know we we want you guys to to be a part of that more yeah. so, and that's why we want to put out the videos. That's yeah. why we want to. That's why we put out the Instagram because you yeah. know we want to be where you are. We want to yeah. we want to be a part of your day in some small way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know whether it's a funny picture or a preview or uh, really great videos that we find musically on yeah. Facebook. Did y'all see that uh, grandma rocking out on the that guitar? That was an amazing Man. video. Like. She was just getting it. Yeah, it was great. Like, I, I always like to use that phrase. Like my uncle used it all the time. He says, you know, somebody could, when somebody's good at the guitar, you know, they could make that thing talk. And mm-hmm. like she's, she fits that description. Like, complete and total control of her her instrument and her uh, ability of it. So she plays it behind her back. Yeah, I mean, like on the back of her neck. You know, classic, like, Jimi Hendrix moves there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to get the space that we're in set up for, you know, really pumping out content, you yeah. know. Um, I'm really excited about it. Because we have so many ideas and we just have to do, the, you know, yeah. we just have to put yeah. them into actuality. And, like, that's the best part. Because once that's done, and you know, we can see where it can go from there. Right. You know? And I think it'll be interesting for everyone to see right? And what our ideas are. Exactly. And some of them are because of, you know... Um, Just the show. The, yeah, well, because, you know, they some of them need, you know, we need to, you know, put money into it right. sometimes. And, you know, we work full-time jobs. We pay our own 
you know, we pay our rent mm-hmm. um, and all that. So with these projects that are, you know, coming out and stuff like that. And Austin is still a gr- like a very, very, very growing city still, yeah. however many years later, you right. know. And so, yeah, life ain't, life year ain't cheap. Yeah. In the South. Like, but people make it we're, we're We're pressing on. I mean, even yeah. if you got, you know, we, we've we've talk, talked about in the past, you know, uh, you guys helping out and supporting, you know, the show, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, contributing, whether that's heading over to Himalaya and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, doing the whole tip jar thing. You know, if nobody does that, you know, we're, we're not bothered yeah. by it, you know. Yeah. But... For those of you who 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 may want to see where this can where this channel can go and what kind of entertainment you can get out of, um, out of what we have, you know, Sorry. that's a that's an option for you. Um, but I'm just super excited because you know we've been reaching out to to more and more local Austin artists. Yes. Um, one of the guys that I, I reached out to was uh, Roman Samuels. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, hear back from him. Hopefully, soon. hear back from him soon. If not, you know, I, I get it. Like. We are this little little podcast that could, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know people aren't ready to be a so you know ready yeah. to put their name on something like that right. you know, um, and and we're a hundred percent fine with that. Yeah. Um, but for those who who do decide that hey you know any you know anyone who who, who feels gracious enough with their time mm-hmm. and their talents to to you know to to sit with us sit with us and and you know be on the show, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're super grateful, you know. Right. Um, and still, it, the people that we know could cause them more exposure too, you know? Yeah, but, absolutely. So. So, I'm just... We uh, have people who listen to us. They're just very silent yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, like... Don't be ashamed. It's... I just wish we had a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to start bringing back games. I, I right. want to start doing, you know, fun stuff again. Yeah, those games took, like, they didn't take a lot of time to, like, uh-huh. come up with. But flushing out and figuring out how it's actually going to yeah. work between us dynamically uh, takes a little bit of Heck, time. if you want to contribute to the show, if you have game ideas, right. um, you know, send, you know, send them our way. Shout to the chart at gmail.com or any of our social media outlets, right. you know. Let us know. Get at us. We'll, uh... Yeah, we have an Instagram now, so. Yeah, so. Um, I'm just excited. I just feel like we're we're in a point where um, we're moving in the right where, direction. Where we have so many things in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of executing, 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 executing. <laughs> I got really drunk, <laughs> really fast, apparently, um, and and making making them happen. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, so South by Southwest is coming yes. next month. Trying to um, go to some shows. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably try and check out some unofficial shows and stuff like that. We mm. can't get into the actual... Fe- I mean, there's some free right. things, which, you know, a couple artists do uh, pop up at. Uh, they have the, the marketplace that they have there. Um, and then I know in March there is a, there's a podcast festival happening mm-hmm. here in Austin, which we... You know, we've we've talked to some of the organizers. Um, we want to see how we can be a part of it, and right. uh, even, if even, we just, even attend, just attend, yeah. you know, just to see what what's about and see who all's over there and what's going on. Uh, I think it'd just be really, really cool to be able to do that. So, I don't know, man. Like, 
I feel <laughs> like everything that's happening within this bubble yeah. of you know me and Steph, and then you as a listener on the other side of these headphones, speakers, mm-hmm. wherever you're at, right? Um, everything in there is just like has just been so awesome, right? Like there's there's just crap outside of this <laughs> bubble, <laughs> um, but I'm just really happy where we're at as far as like our listeners and us. Um, I'm just having a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's still so fun. Like, what's this? Two years? Almost three years later? Next month will be two Two years. Two years. Two years. That's insane. Like, and that's the thing. Like, it doesn't feel like... It feels like it's been one year. Yeah. You know? It doesn't feel like it's been two. I mean, it doesn't help that we had very long breaks. Well, I mean, (laughs) even then, though, like, we were still... Like, how many... We've... This is season six. Yeah. So yeah, you know what I mean? We're at 60 or 50 something episodes. Right. So it's not like you know we're not putting in the work, right. you know, because like it might it might not have been consistent in the beginning, you know, but now even today like we're making a point to record, you know, right. make, prioritizing the fact that like hey, this has to be done by the yes, end of the day. Yes, it has to be you done. You know, because like it's not just something we really enjoy, which we do. It's just something that really is important to us yeah. and has become part of our, like, weekly, like, just routine. Right, right. And it's not, like, routine as in, like, oh, it's just, like, monotony or whatever. But this is something we genuinely enjoy doing, right. like, on our days off. Like, I feel like part of it is, like, our enjoyment mm-hmm. and part of it is, like, our responsibility right. to the audience. Like, right. don't get me wrong, like... We do feel bad when we go long periods of yeah, time. Exactly, when we don't it. put them out. Yeah. But, and, and at the same time, like, I don't want to say, like, we aren't, we aren't responsible, but but we kind of, we kind of are. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you know, I was kind of, I was looking through my, my podcast feed of a couple of podcasts I used to listen to, mm-hmm. and it was kind of sad because a lot of them had just fallen off. Mm-hmm. Like completely, like completely. Uh-huh. Like I thought, I I was like, oh, I really need to catch up on this show, mm-hmm. and then come to find out, like they're com- they're gone, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like, I mean, you know, those those creators have you know their responsibilities and their own obligations, life, yeah. their own lives. You know, they they do you know what's what's necessary for them. But I know somewhere, just us having done this for two years, not putting out the content is like. It bothers me, mm-hmm. and so I think that's why we're we are so geared up mm-hmm. right now, yeah, to finish this up, or not yeah. to finish it up, but to like do consistently get get things out, like get things to people and stuff yeah. like that. So I don't know. I know this isn't our usual talk, and this isn't not necessarily music related, but I mean it is. It's it's you know podcast related because yeah. it's us you know sharing what's going on with you know where this podcast is going and you know. Yes, we will be sticking around, bothering y'all for a long time. Yes. So get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think this is just a really great um, this the podcast itself starting out as a podcast was a really great forum for us to start. Yes. Because most people evolve into podcasts. Yeah. So every all of our content is going to be coming from you know a standpoint of hey we already have a podcast right we already know how that runs so let's see what else we can do from right. here um, as opposed to coming from YouTube or coming from like a Facebook show you know what I mean yeah uh, type of content or a blog content mm-hmm. um, 
into a blog or into a podcast. So yeah. uh, it'll it's going to be a really interesting ride, and I hope you guys you know stick around. It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy at times, but I mean, we do a lot of things. Like just in a personal sense, we travel a lot, so it'll be fun to take y'all on that with us too. You know. And just have more shot callers, you know, as right. family. Oh, my gosh. I just, you know. Can't wait for the shot callers merch. I, <laughs> I'm already noodling. Why, why are you trying to sell them stuff already? No, I'm not. I'm literally, just, like, because design is just, like, a part of me, uh-huh. bringing, bringing the two worlds together for me is really gotcha. exciting thought. I just I just think it's, I, you know, the fact Shit, that. Shit, I want my own damn shot callers jacket. I, I kind of do. Oh my gosh, a jacket would be so cool. Right. Um, but like I, a varsity jacket? Or like the bomber jacket? Or. Never mind. That's exclusive to us, guys. You can't have it. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, but, like, just the just the fact that there are people out there that we can call shot callers. Right. Like, is still a little insane to me. There may be two can of them. Can we you. get Ray, like, an award that says number one shot caller or something? <laughs> and, and you guys have to come after him for it. Like, if you want that, if you want that award, you got to take it from him because right. homeboy is going to fight for it. I right. know it. And he, you know, um, hey, he's been there from pretty much the beginning. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, like the fact that there are any of you out there mm-hmm. that that have either hit that subscribe button. Right. Why am I talking like a YouTuber? Hit that subscribe button. Um, that have who have subscribed to have us subscribed or downloaded us. our episodes. I mean, it could be one episode I'm, you've downloaded. I'm almost just as impressed uh-huh. as the person who has not subscribed but comes back week after week right. and downloads us. Also, I have a question. I don't know what you're why. doing. Why? Yeah. yeah, just just go ahead and subscribe. Like, but also, it might be so, don't fight the feeling. <laughs> but also, I think I'm one of those people. Like, I'll listen to a show over and over, but I don't subscribe because, like, I don't know what it is. I actually need to, like, psychologically examine that. Like, why do I do that? Why do I not subscribe to people? I think for me, like, I need at least two or three good episodes Mm -hmm. before I actually go ahead and subscribe. I think also I don't consistently listen to podcasts. Do we not have two or three good episodes? Is that what's happening? Is that why people aren't subscribing? (laughs) Do we need more good episodes? We have episodes, but yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Maybe maybe they're like, all right, I'll give you guys another chance. Right. (laughs) And then it gets progressively more hilarious and ridiculous as we go along. So they're like, I got to hear what happens next week. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. But anyway, enough of the rambliness. Yes. On the other side of this break, we are going to get into the top 10, y'all. Top 10. Oh, my gosh. And it's a list. It is a list. Holy smokes, guys. Are we already here? I'm ready. Crazy. 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 Anyway. Just thinking about you lately. Anyway, you'll get the joke later on. Oh, boy. We'll catch you on the other side. Bye. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are in segment two, which means we got some reviewing to do. Oh, God. Yes. I am on... Oh, my God. It is rhyme time live right now, ladies and gentlemen. No. Except not live. Previously recorded no. from the live studio audience. You're killing me. In Orlando, Florida. <laughs> at the Nickelodeon Studios. <clears throat> Double Dare 3000. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is going on tonight? Anyway, y'all. 
Let's get into this top ten. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my gosh, that, that was, was such a that, great one. That was better. That's way better. That was the best one. Uh, anyway, oh, to relive our youth. Right. Anyway, or at least the have you seen pictures show. of the studio? Yes. Like, not as clo- it's yes. so sad. Yes. It's so depressing. Why can't they just revamp it and bring it back? Like, come on. I don't know. Anyway, that is not what this is about. Yeah, this is a nostalgia trip, but. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. All right, y'all. We're about to get into the top ten. You're controlling music, okay? So, number ten. Are you ready? Let's do it. Of the Billboard Hot 100 of 1995. Mm-hmm. Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. I am, I am excited. I am excited, but at the same time, very, very, very upset. Why? This is number 10? This is number 10. How dare you? How dare <laughs> this you? This song has so much staying power that I am I'm surprised that it's only number 10. I still, I use it all the time when I DJ. It's in commercials all the time. Yeah. Can so. You, is there any way, can you crank it up anymore? Yes. So, all right, this is number 10, right? So this song is representative of the hip-hop and soul style of the time. Yes. So this song, his singing is over... Hello. Sorry, I had to. His his singing is over the enhanced sample of Slick Rick's children's story, which in turn samples Bob James' uh, Nautilus. I don't know how... I'm not... I don't... Whatever. Greek. Or... Latin. Anyway, this is how we do it. Peaked at number one for seven weeks. And it was also number one for seven weeks on the R&B singles chart. It sold one million copies domestically and earned a platinum certification. As it should. It also earned a Grammy Award. As it should. And was nominated for Best Male R&B Vocal Performance at the 38th Grammy Awards. So it won a Grammy and then was also nominated for another Grammy. But number 10, though. Y'all. Number 10. Check this out. You can't give me a number 5? You can't put it in the top 5 for me? What the heck? So, on the U.S. Rhythmic Billboard, number 1. U.S. Mainstream, number 11. U.S. Hot R&B and Hip Hop, number 1. U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number 1. U.K. R&B, number 1. New Zealand, number 5. Canada Dance, number 1. This song, guys. Insane. So, Billboard did a Hot 100 for the Decade End charts. It peaked at number 29 of the decade whole decade. Yeah. yeah. 29, that's guys. You know what, how good that is? That's what I was telling you before. So, it is platinum. It is certified platinum in the U.S. and uh, silver in the U.K. Because apparently British people don't know good music. But, guys... Who doesn't expect to hear that song at a party? Yeah, yeah. If there's anything '90s themed, here's how this good, song is. Here's how good that song is. It specifically says Friday night. Yes. You put this on any night, and yes. you'll still get yeah, live to it. Absolutely, and that's the thing. Like you could play it right now at eleven forty-three on a Sunday <laughs> night. It's Sunday night. And I feel alright. But it's, but there's this uh, a special kind of like something when you play it on a yes. Friday night after everybody oh, got out of work. No, that that is like you peak know 
hypeness. Right. Because everyone's like, yes, I just got out of work. I ain't got no work tomorrow. Yes. Unless you do have work the next day, then you can pretend you ain't got no work tomorrow and you are living your best life. Indeed. But number 10. Number 10, guys. That's it. But number, number 10. Yes, I know. Come on. Okay, I don't know. I just... I. I guess I have to see what the rest of the list is, but that's pretty hard to top. And number one has got to be, I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't, number one has got to be something insane then. If this is number 10, I don't know. Maybe maybe just because, like, maybe it's my DJ bias. Mm-hmm. DJ bias. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, no. uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but... I haven't I haven't brought up the DJ bias in a while, but this is here it is. Um, I think I think the song is genuinely it should be a lot uh, lower than it like you know like higher. Okay, like right. lower higher. number. Yeah, but obviously you know whatever. I just man, it's just really disappointing. <laughs> Like this, this could beat out Scream as much as we've we've right. touted oh, Scream. Oh yeah, this beats it out. Like this is like just this because is like, of, yes, we understand. Like yeah, hundred percent. This I totally get. I'm not mad that it has beat out Scream. Like it has. Like I think everything but that I think it it's takes that to be staying power. It's that yeah. staying power because like, and I was even reading up on it. Like it was in commercials like two years ago for like. I don't even remember what the, it was for, but it's been in so many commercials recent years, like in the past two years. It's got that. It's in movies, overs and oh, overs and overs. overs and overs, over and over and over. It's constantly, constantly quoted. It's got that screamable hook. It's got a a pretty solid rap verse. Uh, actually, it has two rap verses. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's got like a really. Funky, bassy, you know, you know, beat to mm-hmm. it. Like everything about it is just, it's there. Yeah. Like it's everything you need to get a party started. This is how we do it. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> number ten. Anyway, all right, all right, guys. So number nine. I feel like you're just gonna be upset with the list from here on out. Although the songs are great. I mean, are, like this whole list, I'm not mad at at all. We'll Maybe see. I'll fix a we'll placement, see. but the songs themselves are well deserving. So, number nine is my girl, Monica. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personal, just one of them days. Oops. Y'all. This was my jam as a kid, okay? This song. So, uh, this song... Uh, I was waiting for that drop, too. Yes. So it was written by Dallas Austin, Willie James Baker, Derek Simmons, Carlton Rittenhauer, Quincy Jones the Third, Abram Tillman, Hank Shockley. Is the third the one we care about? Yes. Eric Maybe. Sadler and LL Cool J. Wow. Uh, it contains samples of LL Cool J's 93 song, Backseat. Okay, well, uh, then was he involved in the making of this song, or are they just giving him a producer they credit? M- because... They might have given him just a producer credit. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but also it contains samples of Public Enemy's 1987 Bring the Noise. Mm. So, yeah. Crazy thing is, 
It sold 1.2 million copies domestically. Wow. It earned a platinum certification. It spent two weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard R&B songs and peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. This song also, alongside another song she has called Before You Walk Out of My Life, mm-hmm. makes the singer the youngest recording artist to have two consecutive number one hits on the Billboard R&B chart by the age of 14. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Y'all. I, I think... Y'all. I, I understand why it's here. Because, just because of... The it's we're going back to one of those screamable hooks. It's not the it's not the party song that mm-hmm. this is how we do it is, but you know. But uh, this song is like I don't know what girl if who knows this song hasn't been like hasn't quoted. It's just one of those it's days. Just one of those days, you yeah. know, or any person for that matter. It's just one of those days. I don't know if they're quoting this song, but it's a sentiment that's pretty right. ubiquitous, right? So, Pulling out those SAT words for you oh guys gosh. at eleven forty nine. Oh guys, like I just, I don't. I'm a very emotional person, so like I have just one of those days often. <laughs> um, but like, and exactly like she said, like I'm not trying to take it out on anybody else. Yeah. So I'm gonna stick to yeah. myself and just hang out and have a chill day, you know? Yeah. <sighs> but also, when you just had it up. Had it up to here sometimes mm-hmm. with your spouse or yeah. significant other. No offense, baby. Uh, it's just one of those days where you're just like, I'm not trying to deal with your mess. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear your mouth right now. I feel just like one there's, of a those subli- there's a subliminal message no, going on in say. this one. No, I'm like, not, uh... everyone, like, it just, everyone has those. Like, yes, I will you know? agree with that. I think just because of the relatability of it, right. yes, I understand why, and the hook can be pretty screamable. Um, I get why it's there, but it's not. This is how you do. It. This is oh. how we do it. You know, and and yes, she has a she has a quality voice, mm-hmm. but is it too? Is it is it so distinguishable from the many other female R and B voices of the day? Maybe only slightly. I mean, there's always that um, competition between her and Brandy. Yes, in the '90s, and I feel know? like Brandy's voice was a little more distinguishable. See, and I, when I was younger, I always thought the opposite, and I still kind of feel that way. I've always felt like they have the same voice. Is that- no, 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 no. I always felt like Monica's voice was better. Was more, okay. I enjoyed listening I can, to her voice more. I can kind of see what you're saying. I yeah. think that Brandy just had the right team. Yeah, and she you had. A, I'd say she had. She had way more exposure. Right. Oh yeah. Because and then TV she had more. the TV show. Yeah. yeah. You know. And so I don't know. For me, that's what that was. Yeah. So. I. I mean, I can see it. I, yes, I can see. I can see why. But number nine ahead of this is how we do it. It's gonna be salty about this. I, I am. I am. There's just gonna be. This is fat. You know, soft pretzel grains of salt on the rest Excuse of this. Me? <laughs> because 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 this is how we do it was a number ten. But anyway, 
I'm going to say it again. I've said it a thousand times, but oh, I, I get it. I'm not happy about it. Mm-hmm. But Do, you get it. That's I what get that's it. what matters. I uh, guess. <laughs> All right, y'all. Number eight is the one and only Madonna mm-hmm. with Take a Bow. Okay. All right. So this song is from her sixth studio album, Bedtime Stories. Uh which was released in December of 94. So, of course, you know, since it's a year-end situation, this was at the right after the end of the year-end. Uh, it was written and produced by Madonna and Babyface. This is the first time they worked together. So, I'll, she I'll was... Jump back to that. They were trying to... Well, her goal was to uh, take a step back from, like, her sex appeal image and kind of soften her a little bit. Uh, and this is... The first time that Babyface actually experienced working with a like a live orchestra mm. for recording purposes, so it was interesting. As, never mind. I was gonna say as opposed to what other purposes? <laughs> Rec- recreationally? Yes. Like, just... Yes. A full orchestra that like in studio, full on orchestra. Okay. Um. I just, I, this song did exactly what she wanted it to do. Mm. She wanted the song to soften her image a little bit, pull back from the sex appeal. And most critics, pretty much all the critics favored this song. And they said that it was soulful and poetic and they liked it. I I agree. Um, So the song actually became Madonna's 11th number one single on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. Topping the charts for seven weeks. It reached number one in Canada and the top ten in Italy, Switzerland, and New Zealand. Uh, and it had moderate success in the UK. So I don't know what the heck is with the UK. It reached number 16. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, it ended Madonna's uh, record-holding string of 35 consecutive top ten hits in the UK. In the UK, but- Yeah. 35 consecutive top 10 hits in the UK. I don't know. Maybe they just had an idea of who Madonna was. And right. They and they were like, like, why are you changing yeah, it up? Yeah, exactly. So, you know what's crazy? This song broke all kinds of records, okay? So, <clears throat> uh, this is the second number one single since Billboard started using Nielsen. Uh, the first one being, this used to be my playground. Which was her as well. Yes. Wow, okay. And then the song topped the chart for seven weeks in her longest running number one single. And then she replaced uh, Carol King as a female who had written the most number one songs. Mm. Wow. If y'all don't know, Carol King uh, wrote the theme song for Gilmore Girls. Probably not what y'all know her for, but that's what I know her for. Anyway, um, but also... You said Gilmore Girls. Be quiet. (laughs) My brain said Golden Girls. What? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, it was present on the chart for a total of 30 weeks, tying it with Borderline as Madonna's longest running song on the Hot 100. U.S., that is. And then with the song reaching number one on the Hot 100, it was Madonna's fourth place on the list of artists with the most number one singles on the chart. She was behind... 
The Beatles, Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, and The Supremes. Wow. Y'all. Y'all. I'll give her credit. Like, she... And then Billboard declared this song uh, Madonna's second most successful single of the 90s decade after Vogue. I don't like when she when she does a good song it's a good song oh, but yeah. I just feel like I've said it before I'll say it again Oh boy and you can hate me if you want I think Madonna is overrated Okay I think she is wholly overrated That being said mm-hmm. this is a great song Oh yeah I love the song so much Sometimes I forget I, that it's a Madonna song. Yes, yes, I do because too. Because it's so different yes. from... And I think be, because like Madonna as a singer, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is not that great. I think she's... She has a very limited range. She's kind of like a female Frank Sinatra. It's like, mm-hmm. except for Frank Sinatra, like his songs were actually pretty timeless and pretty yeah. great. Yeah. Some would also call him overrated, but I'm not in that camp. <laughs> um, but she's in that same range of, she's in that same category of not the best voice but still manages to be entertaining somehow mm-hmm. I think because she in puts on a eyes, great show that's possibly, what it is that's what I think you but know? this one I think this song is so suited for her mm-hmm. like it's so it's really like like you said like she had that intention and she went out and and maybe that's the credit I can give her. She she had an intention with a song, and that intention was put across perfectly, mm-hmm. and executed so well. Um, managed to make her vocal range seem pretty impressive, right? Um, just because it fit the song so well, and kinda, it's just so different from what she was doing before. Right, kind of kind of like what I said with with Celine Dion, and I forgot what song oh, we were yeah. talking about. Like, there are times where a, it feels like a voice is, like, the song and the voice, they're just soulmates. Mm-hmm. And for Madonna, I think this is her song, where they match up. You notice that the word, like, near perfection or perfection always coincides when Babyface is producing a song? <laughs> you know, I mean... Because the last couple of weeks, we've been hearing nothing but Babyface produce songs. yes. And we keep seeing the same things happen with these songs, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just... He's great. He also, he was was a little bit hesitant, actually, about working with her because... Yeah, I think anyone would be. He knew the kind of work that she puts into it, so he thought she would be a perfectionist while recording. Mm -hmm. So it would take a long time. Uh But it didn't. It took, you know, an average amount of time for them to record. And he, especially with the live instruments, you know... I Which think it that's was just her suggestion. Like she at this point had been in the industry for a fair amount of time mm-hmm. and he I think he like just going based off of the music that we hear from right. him, he has a very specific sound that right. he wants. Mm-hmm. Babyface songs whether they're performed by him or produced by him, you can tell they sound like Babyface songs. Right. And this is I one love of that them. in a producer. Yeah. Because it's but also, he doesn't sound need, one note. You don't need producer tags, right. you know, if you're baby right. face. And, and it's, they all have the same consistency, but they're not one note. They don't all sound the same. Right. You don't need to, 
You don't need to put mustard on the beat. If oh you're if you're somebody like Babyface, like you know, you don't need to say it. I need a cha cha beat, boy. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Anyway, no, that's you know I don't get me wrong. I still like I like DJ Mustard stuff. Oh yeah. But they're like when you can put out a song and people know that you're the guy in the control room, mm-hmm. even though you're not the guy behind the mic. Right. That's pretty impressive to me. Yeah. This is still not. This is how we do it, though. <laughs> No, okay, no, I'll, I'll give you credit. Like this, this, but this list so far, what do you think? It's good. It's good. I still think this song and the Monica song mm-hmm. can drop down below the top ten. Mm-hmm. Top fifteen. Top fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give. I'll give them that. I would definitely switch them with some. Oh no, not definitely. I would switch at least one or two of them with one from last week. This could be. This the say you know, take a bow could be number eleven, and I wouldn't be mad at mm-hmm. it. I feel like that's pretty deserving. Yeah. Mainly because staying power, unless you really like grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. I don't think... Or you had parents that were really into music at that time. That too. Yeah. You know, I don't think it has the staying power that that it, nearly, that it needs to necessitate Being a top, top 10, 10 yeah. song. Gotcha. Well, get ready for this one. Okay. Number right. seven. It's the one and only Mariah Carey. Okay. With... Fantasy. Ooh. Y'all have no idea. Is it bad that every time if I hear a song called Fantasy, I I default to uh Ludicrous? Uh yes, that is bad. Okay. Um But guys, I was obsessed. What nineties child girl didn't love this song? Yeah. So this song, fun fact, uh the music video was shot by Mariah Carey because mm, she was not ever a hundred percent happy with other like um, people who were producing her videos. Really, so Mariah she took, Carey? Yes, unimpressed and unhappy with yes. things. So I'm shocked. Yes. So it was. This was her directional debut. A directorial, whatever that word was. But I don't anyway, think you got it. So I said directional. <laughs> Anyway, that too. so uh, this song is from her fifth studio album called Daydream. Uh, it was released in September. So this song still reached number seven, and it was put out two months before the end of the Billboard Hot. Wow. You know what That's I mean? That's impressive. That, right, that, to me, is well-deserving of this spot. That fact alone. It was only out for two months, and at the year Make, end... Makes me wonder where it's going to be in the chart next year. Right. So, like, um, I, like is it still going to be in the top 40, or right. is it going to fall out? Like, I'm just wondering, like, how much mm-hmm. how much staying power within a couple of months does it have? Like, mm-hmm. it has it has enough staying power for it to be recognizable now. Right. So I'm just wondering how powerful is it mm-hmm. just in that time frame. Anyway. Right. So uh, the song was obviously written by Mariah Carey, Dave Hall... And they were both primary producers alongside the one and only Sean Combs. David, this, David Hall? Yeah. I have no idea who that is. Didn't? Why did I feel like she married somebody with that name? No. Or so, maybe... How dare you? Maybe not her. Uh, anyway, somebody married a David Hall. Anyway, so... Can you... Like, okay. So to me, can you not tell that this is a Sean Combs production? Like, I can tell. Kind of, yeah, with the beat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't know right off the bat, but the second you said the name, it's like, yes. Like, it made, yeah. like the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. fit. So, it's... it's oh. So, of course, 
The song describes a woman who's in love with a man and how every time she sees him, she starts fantasizing about an impossible relationship with him. Duh. Uh, that's girls for you in general. Um, but, of course, the remix of the song features ODB, Old Dirty Bastard. Yes, I remember um, and I think that's the one I'm actually more familiar with. You know what's hilarious and so genius about that is that uh, she arranged it that way to assist her in her crossover into the hip-hop market. Mm, okay. She is a genius when it comes to like music uh, collaborations and yeah. things like that because she knows what's going to suit her. She knows how it's going to play out in the end, you know. Um, but this is the second song in the Billboard history, the first by a female to debut at the top of the Billboard Hot 100. Mm-hmm. And then aside from topping the Hot 100 for eight consecutive weeks, uh, the song topped it in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and was a top five hit in Belgium, Finland, France, and the UK. Y'all. I was obsessed with Mariah back then, okay? I think um, everybody was. Say yes. I mean, this is, I think the funniest thing about this song is the number one reason why I remember it so well is... Rush Hour? Yes. A hundred percent. Most people. That scene yeah. from Rush Hour. Yep. Like, first of all, yeah, first of all, it was just really, really cute. It was really cool. Um, but, like, just how, like, into it she was and, like, with... with yes. She was dead on, though. That's yeah. exactly how every 90s little girl Sang was jamming song. out yeah. to the song. We messed up the lyrics bad, yeah. but we put our everything into it. Mm-hmm. Everything. I, I will... I will give this one to you. This one could beat out. Yeah. This oh, yeah. is how Oh, yes. Do it. it does for me. No offense. So, of course, it won a lot of awards. So, throughout the ni- throughout 95 and 96, it won awards. Uh, so, it won at the Blockbuster. Remember Blockbuster, guys? Uh, at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, it won the... They had their own award yeah, show? Yeah. It won the award for favorite single. And the song was also awarded the Pop Award honor at the 96th Annual American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers. Uh, she won the Dance Record of the Year, National Dance Music Awards. Uh, Fantasy won two awards at the 96 Winter Music Conference. You, you know, I... For a favorite single and Dance Record of the Year. You say Dance Record, and I've never ever thought of it in my I head have. as a dance song. I have. I mean, it makes sense. Like, don't yeah. like it. Like, when you when you say it, like, mm-hmm. yes, obviously it is. But yeah. for some reason, like, yeah, I never, just never, kind of put never it got it in my like, head. It's just a pop it was, song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also won a Broadcast Music Incorporated. Uh, incorporated Pop Song of the Year in 97, uh, as well as Favorite Single Award and the Archer uh, at the Annual Archer Awards. And it was also nominated for the Best Female Vocal Performance at the 38th Grammy Awards. Y'all, so many awards. Uh, so It's a really good song. You know how the Billboard Hot 100 has all these kind of charts, right? They have an all-time chart from 1958 when they started all the way to 2018, and you know where it peaks? 263. That is out of however many years that is. Wait, how many how many songs are on the list? I don't know, but it. I think it's 100. No, it can't be 100. It says why did I don't know. I have no idea. I'm it, I'm assuming it's out of all the songs. out of out of no. 60 years of songs times 100. No, times 
Wait, what? There's a hundred... Regardless of how many songs. 60 years Somebody of songs. Somebody do the math. 60 years of songs. Yes. Songs that don't even make it onto the charts. Mm-hmm. You know, plus the hundred that do. You know, whatever. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Tens of thousands of songs. 6,000 songs. Mm, I would even argue there's... More than that, somehow, How? some way. I don't know. If it's sixty years and it, every year there's a hundred songs. Okay. Either way, two hundred out of six thousand is yes. still impressive. Yes, it's the top twenty. It's twenty-two percent. Yeah, the top twenty-two percent. Anyway, let's anyway, not. Um, this is not also, a math podcast. Anyway, Australia, it was certified platinum. France, silver. New Zealand, platinum. UK, gold. US, two-time platinum. Two-time. Two times. So the physical was 1.6 million and digital uh, 640,000. Wow. Y'all. I can't even. I just love her. Well, I used to love her so much. But also, did I say that it was her? It was a solo director debut, not like a collaboration with another director. Wow. It was just a, like her for the first time being like, you know what? I got this. And if you guys go back and actually watch the music video, I'm actually now I'm even more impressed. Yeah. Because I love that music video. Well, it's I so fun. You, you know, credit where credit is due. You right. know, Mariah is a is a artist. Is an artist. Yeah. And so I think the fact that she was able to do that on the first try, like, don't get me wrong, it's still impressive. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously the building blocks and the foundation is there for her to, to make that happen. But, you know, it's still pretty... It, I I've, I remember the music video. Mm-hmm. It's still a pretty good music video right. for, you know, for somebody making their directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you ready for number six? This is the last one yep. for this one? Number okay. six. Lay it on me. It is Real McCoy... Another night after this commercial. <laughs> Hold on. Come on. You know, by buying. Okay. No, sorry. Y'all. Everyone knows this. If you don't know the song, what rock are you living under? So, this is actually a German Eurodance and pop group. Well, not group. It's a Canadian group, but it's a it's a multi-platinum album. Another Night is the name of the album, uh, but also the song. Another Night is a multi-platinum album by the German Eurodance pop music project Real McCoy, also known as MC Sar and the Real McCoy. Y'all, they reached number one on the Canadian dance charts in '94. And then, of course, Clive Davis was like, yeah, you guys are going to come to the U.S. Once they came to the U.S., they shortened their name to Real McCoy. And Another Night was released in the U.S. in the summer of 94. Can we just talk about that? It was released in the summer of 94. We're in 95. And it was still, it was number six still at the end of 95. That's pretty insane. I can't this is help such, but dance. This is so such a good song. It peaked at number three in the U.S. in 94, and then it quickly reached platinum status. And then, of course, 
all the other singles after that, which I won't mention because we'll probably talk about them later. But thanks to the success, uh, the album was uh, another album was planned for '95, and then it was officially re- rebranded as a trio act featuring German rapper Olaf. I can't and even. Snowman. Per- I cannot re-, re OJ. It's his stage name. But y'all, y'all. I I love the song. Like, not just because of the catchiness of it. It is very very catchy, and it's not. You know, some of these '90s EDM songs have been kind of grating to mm-hmm. me. Like we had another real McCoy song earlier in the list, and yeah. like. I couldn't listen to that all the yeah. way through. This one, for some reason, I can. Um, and then the other thing I like about this is, like, most EDM songs, like, lyrically sometimes just don't have the most substance. Mm-hmm. You know, right. the, the vocals are kind of there just for filler. Yeah. But this one, like, this the, lyrics the, the lyrics and the... The lyrics and the... Just the contrast of, you know, the male singer and the female singer. Yeah. Like, I it think... It works. Yeah, it really, really works well. very, very well. And it makes it kind of enjoyable. Just kind of have this, like... It's not like the vocals aren't noise in this, you know. Where yeah. some EDM songs, like the vocals yeah. are just, it's just another set of set of noise to right. be made. Right. But this one, like, I enjoy this a lot. Actually, you could actually dance and sing to this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's what made it. You know, yeah. As pop, I don't think if it didn't have that singing portion yeah. with the female, I don't think it would be as popular. And, and most EDM like vocals are pretty like repetitive, and this one is. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But for some reason, it's a it's not quite as you know. Because when 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 vocals are repetitive, like it's exhausting. It's like okay, mm-hmm. we've already been through this. Like right. why why, why carry on with this? Again? But yeah. for you know, there's just enough variation and there's just enough catchiness in the song to where like you want that next set of vocals to come in. So, so you know, it's crazy. It's it's just crazy to me that it was released. In, uh, you know, 94, had all that lasting power to the very end of 95. And guess what? Because they moved it over to the U.S. um, market, it became double platinum. It's a double platinum record. I would switch it with Mariah Carey's, but still. You would put this above Mariah Carey's? Like I would put Mariah Carey. Mariah above this one? Yes. Because I'm like I can't meet you there. Be- only because I know all the words to the Mariah Carey song. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if I heard the song, I would get. I'd be hype. Yeah. But only for like half the song. With that Mariah Carey song, I'd be singing all the way through. Uh, you know? Yeah. I I I get where you know you're what I'm coming. Saying? I get where you're coming from, but I still can't like just Whatever. the enjoyability factor of this song. Mm-hmm. Kind of. No. Kind of. No. I'm sorry. Like for no. some reason, You're like. Wrong. I don't know. I Tell us what y'all thought. I can't explain it. I, I just can't explain it. You guys, let us know. Would you put Mariah Carey above this one, above Real McCoy? Because I would. Don't listen to AC. Don't let him break. Listen to me. Um, okay. But yeah, Real guys, McCoy. that is our Billboard Hot 100 Top Ten. Through six for 95. Can y'all believe it? I can. One more episode That's until the end. Like, literally, the next episode is. Kind of crazy. Yeah. We have 
two more episodes until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, AC? I feel like we've been, like. This is what happens when you're consistent. It just flies by in oh, two months. Yeah, it's just like it's like man, well, it's like it's really already over. But yeah. at the same time, like I'm excited for the next one. Like right, because that, now that like we're listening, we're seeing the stats and everything. Right, I'm like now I have to really pay attention next season mm-hmm. to what we've already covered. Right, you know. Right. So, let us know what you thought about these songs. Follow us on Twitter at STTC Podcast. Like and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash shot through the chart. And Instagram. And Instagram as well for a little, for all the quick stuff. Yes. Um, Email. If you have any suggestions, (laughs) any comments, game ideas, anybody, any artists or bands that you'd like to uh, highlight or, you know, for have us listen to. Um, or if you yourself are an artist, mm-hmm. you know, looking for uh, for exposure or, or you know, needs want really to get your name out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, shot through the chart at gmail.com. Through spelled T-H-R-U. Man, oh man, oh man. Next week, y'all. This show is so much fun. It really is. It I is really enjoy us. this. Yeah, I really enjoy. I don't know about y'all. Let us know. <laughs> um but yeah, like this is uh, this is this is getting crazy, and we're not only are we at at you know wrapping up mm-hmm. this season in nineteen ninety five season six. After this season, mm-hmm. we're on the back half yes. of the nineties. How insane is that? That's pretty insane. What are we going to do when we finish the nineties? Are we going to keep going into the two thousands, or we, should we go back? Or- I want to hear from the shot callers. Call. The shot. Do oh, we yeah. go? Shoot your do, do we do we keep going? Do we progress Freak. forward into the future, uh-huh. into the two thousands? Y two K whole life. I don't know. Okay. I'm sleepy. It's midnight. Or do we turn back the clock once again and go to the era that we really, really, really want to cover? But should we go all the way there or should you go all the way back? I don't want to go all the way back. I feel like it'll be interesting. It will be. It will be. Not yet? Not. All right. Maybe not yet. Maybe the furthest back we'll go is like the 70s. Well, I think the furthest back we we should go, if if Billboard started 58, Mm -hmm. maybe we start in the 60s. Yeah. Well, Well, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, do we go forward into the 2000s or do we go back into the 80s? Call your shot. Call your shot, shot callers. That's why we call you that. Yes. Call the shot. Are we going forward? Are we going back? We'll create a poll. Yeah. I am AC Ponce. This is Stephanie. We will catch you in the next episode. <laughs>